we'll check in on China again with Marshall's News. If there's anything new with impeachment, we'll bring that to you. But most days, there's not going to be new anything, anything new with impeachment, even though the cable news is trying to convince you of such. Yeah, there are a couple of things to be said, and we'll touch on them this hour. A great deal of attention was was paid to an article in the San Francisco Chironicle the other day. It was about a two-block alley. It's a street, essentially, between Dolores and Valencia Streets. Clinton Park. A group of residents raised money to buy a bunch of boulders and line them up along the edge of a sidewalk in an attempt to dissuade uh, drug dealers and people camping out and that sort of thing. Like the sort of thing you can get at Home Depot or something? Large rocks for landscaping? Uh, my idea is that, well, they're about two to three feet high, three to four feet wide. So they're very, very oh, big rocks. Oh, that's a really big rock. Yeah, but they're just big enough that people can move them. And that's the problem. People have been pushing them off of the sidewalk and into the street because they're against the placing of the rocks because they think it's too tough on the homeless or whatever. Um, and uh, it's funny. This article is very interesting. It's thought-provoking. Uh, has a lot of different people with a lot of different opinions, but only one person, and I think this is significant, was willing to give their first name and last. Everybody else feared uh, repercussions or anger or being targeted, which says something about our modern politics. God, I'd but, say those rocks aren't cheap. I mean, I bought landscaping stuff like that. They're they're expensive. Yeah. They're really big ones. But the uh, there's a picture of the rocks there, Jack. Those are quite large rocks. Uh, but the one person who was quoted first name and last or, or one Whoa, of the very those few. those are giant boulders. It uh, depends on the point of view. That, that's shot right from the curb. That's, that's a good that's, example of perspective in photography. That comes right out of the Flintstone quarry right there. Right. Uh, one of the few people quoted was Danielle Baskin, who's an artist, uh, creator of Dialup.com, um, who was uh, against the boulders and actually offered them up on Craigslist to be sold, which I believe was a fairly creative expression of not liking them. Nobody thinks they're going to end up an anti-boulder activist. And Danielle joins us now. Danielle, how are you? Hi, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Good. Well, at the outset, let me tell you this. You're a very interesting person. I've taken a look at your <laughs> you know, your history and your resume and, and your, your creative output and the rest of it. Um, and it's, it's very, very cool. Uh, so why are you so against the local residents putting the rocks on that sidewalk? Oh, it's a total waste of money and solves absolutely nothing. Putting rocks on, on the sidewalk did not actually change the way people use the sidewalk. It just makes it blocked, uh, can't be handicap accessible, but also is a total waste of money when the the money and time planting the rocks could have gone towards either, you know, donating to donating to organizations that are helping homeless people or fighting for more housing. Well, okay. there's enough money being spent to help homeless people. That is, There's no shortage of money being spent to help homeless <laughs> yeah. people. Gazillions of dollars are being spent. But yeah. did the did the rocks, were the rocks on the sidewalk long enough to, to see if they actually had any effect, whether you're for it or against oh, it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I passed, on, I passed uh, that street multiple times per day, and the rocks didn't do anything. I mean, it just made it more difficult to walk okay. on the sidewalk. Uh, a, a couple, of, counter, a couple yeah. of counterpoints to what you said. Um, yeah. The local residents spent their own money. It's their money. They can do whatever they want with yeah. it. So well, that's none of your business. Sidewalk. Right? Sure, but they put their sidewalk, they put the their rocks on a public R- sidewalk. Right. If I, they wanted to all chip in to get rocks for their backyard, then <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. So, but the city disputes that it makes yeah. it impassable for homeless, and the city said the problem isn't the rocks. In fact, they're okay with it. The problem is people pushing them into the street. Well, I mean, we we were originally trying to take them away, 
because uh, they sort of didn't belong to anyone if they're out in the streets. Um, and there's issues with, with this city trying to make these few residents on this street happy versus, like, dealing with the housing crisis. Yeah, but they, the, the residents on the street, it's not incumbent on them to deal with the housing pri- crisis. It's, they no, just totally. wanted the rocks no, to make it impossible to set up big drug dealing tents. Yeah, I mean, I it's definitely not, like, Ten homes' responsibility to help our city, but I think if we all had that attitude, then who is going to help? So, I, was, I wasn't paying close enough attention. Do you live on that yeah. street? No, I don't. I don't. So then, why I do you care? Why do you care if you don't live on why that street? Why don't you just care about your street? <laughs> well, that's 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 not the right attitude. I care about I care about the city. Um, I have never. I passed that street like many times and I've never had any I've never had any negative interactions with people on the, I mean most of the time people are minding their own business on the sidewalk people who aren't you because um, you don't mind your own business you go to other people's streets and try to <laughs> impact their lives <laughs> I mean I did it all side I didn't I didn't stand outside their homes yelling at that like the, the, the street is relatively pretty calm sure there's sure there is drug dealing that is that is everywhere there's drugs uh, not just in the street. I'm sure there's drugs in people's homes too. That is a, that is a, that is a separate issue. I mean, I think there's uh, there's right, other. right. And and listen, yeah. Danielle, Jack is very uh, combative. I I'm this, a middle child. I bring te- people together. This texture says I'm hostile. Um, <laughs> you are a pretty good, hostile. That's a pretty I, good description. Yeah, listen, I'm more I'm more into comparing thoughts and ideas. So Danielle, it, it's interesting to me that you're insisting on big picture gestures when these people. People are just trying to keep people from dealing drugs right outside their homes. Don't you yeah. think they have the right to improve their lives, or do you think they should sacrifice? Well, this is going to be unfair. Do you think they should sacrifice the, their actual lives on the altar of your ideals? This is tough. This is tough. This is why I'd like to. I'd like to talk to them in person and have us all meet and discuss other solutions. The I homeless mean, people or the rock people are you talking about? Uh, all, all together. I mean, I think we could all have a conversation about it. It's just a little, it's inhuman. It's, it's, it's treating people not as human to just dump boulders. Drug right dealers? They're trying to keep drug dealers Anyone. off the sidewalk. Anyone. I mean, drug dealers, you can, t- like, sure, I, I, I think that, I think that uh, we could all talk to each other as humans. It's like, I mean, if you're going to, if you want to keep a mouse out of your house, maybe you, like, stuff some um, some steel wool in a hole. But it, that's That is some unbelievable anti-mousism right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, there's there's uh, treating humans, but uh, trying to get rid of humans by jumping boulders isn't the way to do it. And okay. I think, of course, it's, it's not these residents, like, sole responsibility, but maybe they... I mean, I I would be I I would be fine joining that. A large group can can join, and we can all like meet outside at an intersection and discuss like how to share that sidewalk. Well, we appreciate well, that's a, you. That's a fabulous <laughs> fabulous idea. We definitely appreciate your willingness to come on the air because most people won't uh, back up their arguments and you know yeah. talk well, to the media or whatever. Prob- I think that's a that's a problem. If 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 they're so if they're so afraid of hiding their identities, they know that they. Right. That they've done something that is distru- that is disturbing lots of people. Danielle Baskin, artist yeah. and creator of Dialup.com. Danielle, I could not disagree mm-hmm. with you more, and I like you. <laughs> so, listen, thanks for coming right. on. It's good to talk to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for a lot. There you go.
See? I... I dread a world with no artists and poets. I dread a world where she's in charge of anything. But I don't want artists and poets in charge of public policy. <laughs> don't, what are you doing going to other people's streets and worried about how they're handling the homeless on their street? Well, and again, well, that's, that's, again, that's, with... That's, okay, I'm sorry. That's one of the great divides between liberals and conservatives right there. Is the, on behalf of other people I'm doing this... Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my street. How about you worry about your street? You're okay with drug addicts on your street? Right. Go for it. And, and again, and I will quibble on this, and I will not stop. For folks who are not new to the issue, we're not talking about the homeless. We're talking about junkies and drug dealers and criminals. These people said, and, and here's what was happening. These people were setting up eight to ten foot wide tents. These are not the little pup tents of the junkies in a park in Seattle. These were These are big tents. The flap is open, and you go in there to buy meth, and you go in there to buy other drugs. They're the drug dealers setting up their store right outside these people's homes, and that's what they're trying to get rid of with the big rocks, which is the city says we get it, you can do the rocks. And if the freaking city of San Francisco says, yeah, you know, I get it, you're okay with this, trust me, they're okay with it, but... She seems like a nice person, oh, yeah. and, and you know, one reason that I'm saying this not to her, and I'm saying it after she got off the phone, I'm not trying to be unfair. It's just that, you know, I don't want to say mean things to her, but uh, it drives me crazy, this whole prioritizing the homeless at all, let alone when it's drug dealers, over everybody else. Why would you do that? Why would you say, it's? I don't... I want to make it more comfortable for the drug dealers and the homeless to be on the sidewalk than the people who live there on the street, paying the taxes, all that sort of stuff, so they can't use the sidewalk, but the homeless people can. Why? And the the handicapped accessible, that argument's being used a lot, which is freaking ADA is one of the great... Use that as a shield for all kinds of crap. But... The homeless people aren't, or the handicapped people aren't going to be using that sidewalk because they aren't going to go down a street that's got all those drug dealers. So it's it's not handicapped accessible. If you got a ramp and some scary drug dealers, it's not now handicapped accessible. Right. Because you're not going to want to go on that street. And again, the public works department says, listen, the problem is not the rocks. The problem is people pushing the rocks into the street. So that just, it's just settles that. I just, I'm I'm fascinated always by the the conflict of visions, how we see the world so differently. Mm-hmm. The fact that you'd want to go to someone else's neighborhood across town and push the rocks into the street because of the way they're handling their sidewalk. I can't even imagine doing that. But to her, that seems like a you know good use for time. I rest my case. Yeah. Um, uh, we even got more texts on this than uh, people with penises running in girls' track. How do you feel about transgender rock pushers? <laughs> We'll take your calls. The text line is 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Courtney Kardashian became the latest Kardashian to dye her hair blonde. I just hope people don't start thinking they're dumb. <laughs> that would be the worst. 
Did oh. he say Bernie Kardashian? Is there a Bernie Kardashian? <laughs> no, Courtney. Courtney. Oh, uh-huh. misheard. Uh, we got this text, and I'm not going to reset it up. You were either listening or you weren't, but I'll bet she's selling drugs. To the, so. <laughs> I don't think what? that's the case. No, no. She's selling drugs out of the tent. No, that is not <laughs> helpful. That is not it at all. No, stop it. She, she Never text she, again. She cares about the homeless population. Right. You need people who care, and you need people who don't Utterly care. Utterly untethered from reality. The people who care too much have been winning the argument for too long. It's time for the other crowd to take it back. Well, that's, it's not a question of caring. In fact, I would suggest if you really care about the homeless, including or excluding the bums and junkies and drug dealers that you would want to seek the most practical solutions, the solutions that actually work, not the solutions that make you feel good touting them. That doesn't help them. That helps you. That's selfishness. Was the end of uh, three-quarters of the year uh, yesterday, as is today is October 1st. Congratulations, everybody. Welcome That's, to a new month. You never hear people say, uh, people say that. Three-quarters of the year is gone. Yeah. Good point, though. Well, they looked at it for the the stock market purposes. Mm. And the S&P 500 turned in its best performance in the first three quarters of a year in over 20 years since 1997. I'll be dang. So the whole recession thing, at least for now, uh, is not too bad. Um, (laughs) The recession. The broad stock market index rallied 19% this year. So if you'd gotten in at the beginning of the year, you'd have had a hell of a year so far. Yeah. with a rally in both bonds and commodities, if you care about that sort of thing. So, there you go. It goes up. It goes down. But in general, it goes up. Yeah. Historically speaking. I try to time the market. That's my thing. Good for you. Good luck with that. Good <laughs> for you. Oh, hey, listen. Maybe you didn't get in on the stock market and you're thinking, how do I make up for uh, my, my lack of, uh, you know, profit? Uh, Super Bowl bets, obviously. And I bring that up now <laughs> on October the 1st because... Uh, in the aftermath of the announcement that J-Lo and Shakira would be performing at the Super Bowl, yes! an announcement that pleased nobody, because nobody cares. I'm so excited. Nobody cares. Who's on during the Super Bowl halftime show has a great effect on my life. Oh, boy. Um, but among the proposition bets that are now available way ahead. Already? Of, uh, the, yes. Yes. Y- you can start betting on this stuff, yeah, very, very early. I would wait and see where the line is. There's no advantage in getting in early. There's nothing but disadvantage. Here's my bet. Is there a bet for this one? I'm betting J-Lo gains weight. Because she worked out like crazy for a long time to get super crazy in shape as a 50-year-old for that stripper movie. The movie's now out. She no longer has to worry about that. We're going to see fat J-Lo on the stage at the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. Wow. Is there a bet on that? (laughs) What? What are you I'll gonna take have a the other side of it if you like. <laughs> Some sort of forced weigh-in? What are you? What are you? Stop it! Who will show cleavage during the performance? Cleavage meaning, and they clarify this: a clear and visible separation of the breasts. <laughs> J O only, Shakira only. Neither cleavage. I'd you can make neither. some money betting neither. I'd bet neither. What? I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they'll show cleavage. Family-friendly show. You're stoned. Both both show cleavage. Of course, we saw the full boob a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. Both showing oh, cleavage. That was like 20 years ago. <laughs> it's five to one. Both is the long shot. I'll be danged. However, will J-Lo show butt cleavage? What is that defined as? Uh, the gluteal cleft. 
Any display of the gluteal cleft. Any visible gluteal cleavage. Yes is one to three. No is two to one. That's, um... Wow, so yes is the favorite? I think they're still overreacting no, to yes the... Is, okay, no, no is the favorite. I, yeah. I think they're still overreacting to the Justin Timberlake-Janet Jackson flap, so I don't think any cleavage on either end. She had a hit single entitled Booty Jack. Adam Levine was topless in the last one. Completely topless. Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? Nipple must be seen. If he'd have done one more song as he undressed, we'd have seen Wang, I think. <laughs> Will J-Lo do the Shakira hip shake? Will Shakira and J-Lo kiss? Will Shakira and J-Lo... <laughs> Will they kiss? Will Shakira and no, J-Lo they won't. both sing in Spanish? Oh, boy. Will Enrico Iglesias make an appearance on stage? Will Jay-Z be shown during the broadcast? Will Miami by Will Smith be performed as a cover tune as the Super Bowl is, I believe, being held in the home of the truly, deeply embarrassing Miami Dolphins. I would put all of my money on a simultaneous hip shake. How, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Put all in on that one. How often will I have to see A-Rod uh, with his big smile on his face as his wife dances around the stage, who I also predict will be fat. You're going to see a fat A-Rod and a fat J-Lo at the Super Bowl. That's what my is prediction. it with you and body shaming? Because they've been working the so hard to get in shape. This and is I know Super Bowl. I know how works. They're going to keep working. I know how it works for all of us. You can only hold on to it for so long. A-Rod and J-Lo are all of us. That's that's your conclusion (laughs) from seeing them? Somebody incredibly angry at us on the text line about our coverage of impeachment, and they're so mad and throwing around so many accusations, and I have no idea if you're... Do you think we cover it too much, too little, or too pro-Trump or too anti-Trump? Just, Just sputtering and shouting obscenities? But that's kind of where we are as a country now. You know, okay. that's funny. I was going to bring this up. <clears throat> Didn't get to it yet. Study says Americans, particularly young male liberals, are being driven to sickness with stress by politics. They did a big study, University of Nebraska-Lincoln, about this, and... It's it's really it's it's way uh, to the left. Can we talk about People that more? Reporting coming up? on being to... like stressed to the point of ill health because of politics. I want to hear more about that. That's, Lighten up, that's everybody. Not good. Lighten uh, up. Not good. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, as China's Communist Party marks 70 years in power with a big military parade today that showcased <laughs> the country's global ambitions. Police in Hong Kong were beating down protesters in a reminder of the strains at home. In fact, this time round, the police actually shot one of the protesters with live ammunition. And during all of this comes word now that the feds are charging a California man for spying on behalf of the Chinese government. They say 56-year-old Edward Pong of Hayward is under arrest for his role in conveying classified security information and money to representatives of the People's Republic of China. That's incredible. That's the tour guide guy? Yep, that's the Bay Area tour guide. That's not your uh, phlebotomist, Pong. Who's your favorite guy? Different guy. Different guy. Please, no harassment or targeting. I believe Pong's from Vietnam. Ah. Now, he's been charged with acting as an illegal agent for a foreign government. He's a naturalized U.S. citizen, and authorities say he's been working as a spy for China from 2015 to 2018. He managed to complete five what they call dead drops of digital memory cards and delivered them to Beijing. So, once again... Enjoy prison, sir. 
Uh, meanwhile, the verdict is in for the ex-cop in Dallas. Amber Geiger has been found guilty of killing an innocent man in his apartment last year. I didn't follow that story, I don't think. Yeah. I, I've been on it, if you want to know. Go ahead, Marshall. Yeah, she testifies she really hates, uh, hates herself for shooting him. She thought he was a burglar. She had walked into the wrong apartment. She'd walked into oh, his right, apartment. Oh, right, that story. She yeah. was a floor oh. off. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, and now she's facing up to life in prison. I didn't follow it closely enough to know if the prosecutors spun out any sort of rationale of why she'd want to shoot this guy. I mean, because you don't need a motive in a lot of cases. Um, if you did it, you did it. Although, <clears throat> the defense was that she had no intent. She thought it was her apartment. Right. Um, and and I'd, I'd like to know what the prosecutor said in reply to that. Maybe that, well, I know one of the things they said was, well, why don't you back out of the place and close the door and, and do just something other than shooting the guy as he right. sits there on the couch. Right. She said she went into <clears throat> defensive mode, that, you know, it was almost automatic response. Right, and yeah. he got up or something. He, well, he I can't remember. As you would if somebody burst in your house. Yeah. Well, no, but she was outside. He was sitting watching TV. She walked through the door, which was unlocked. There's a dude on the couch. Right. So she shoots him. Yeah. Dude was in his apartment yeah. watching tube. Right. TSA officials are... But what would you do if you walked in the house and you thought you were in your house? Right. And somebody was on the couch and you had a gun? Well, I don't know. I'm so anti-Monday morning quarterbacking like people do. They say... Are the houses decorated the same? Or her, well, see, that's the thing. Because no. generally, and also, they look so completely different. Right. I would know I'm not in my own apartment. And the prosecutor said, and listen, I know just enough to be dangerous on this case. I, I'm a little hesitant to speak on it. But um, one of the things prosecutors pointed out was that her apartment has no doormat. No welcome mat or anything. His has a big red one. So... But wouldn't... I mean, I, <laughs> Most of most places, homes, apartments, whatever, are so different. The couch is here as opposed to over there. Or... Do you know what time this was? And was there a coming home from I a be- bar I, situation? I believe it was uh, it was at night, but I don't think she'd been drinking. Okay. I don't think that was brought up. I, I just I just can't even imagine that I have to walk into an apartment where I've got a couch that looks like my couch in the same spot my couch is in. Right. Otherwise, it'd be a completely different look with the same colored walls. Yeah. Well, if these are crappy little apartments, it could be that you have very few decorating options. Everything's going to be in more or less the same place. But I don't know. The the jury thought, yeah, she's guilty and convicted her of of murder. First degree murder. Yeah, she faces up to life in prison now. Yikes. Yeah. But did anybody say why she'd have shot this guy? Did she have a reason to shoot him? Was she having a relationship with him? You might come up with anything? No, No. No relationship. Didn't know him at all. Didn't know him at all. I'm just thinking when I lived, I lived in cheap, crappy apartments right. when I was in college, and I knew lots of people in the com- apartment complex, and everybody's apartment looked completely different. I mean, completely different. Yeah, I know. There's no way yep. you'd walk in there for a half a second and think you were in your apartment. Right. Right. Very weird. Meanwhile, we've got a former Yahoo employee who's confessed to hacking thousands of users' accounts to look for sexual images and videos. The former Yahoo software engineer, Reyes Daniel Ruiz, pleaded guilty in federal court. He admitted he used his work access to hack into about 6,000 accounts, specifically targeting those of younger women, co-workers, and friends. Boy, that guy must really get his jollies from, from you know, secret stuff or stuff people didn't intend or whatever. There's yeah. enough amateur porn you can watch it for the rest of your life on the web, according he? to uh, Positive Sean. 
The new findings that have come out today that have made so many meat eaters so happy. There is a new set of recommendations by experts from seven countries that says people don't need to cut down on their intake intake of red meat or processed meats like bacon, sausage, or ham. Processed meats, too? Yep. Boy, that runs counter to most studies. Yep. Is this an outlier, Marshall? The group Nutrex, which published its findings in the Annals of, uh, of uh, Internal Medicine, says its review of previous research shows anywhere from none to a small association between meat and diseases like heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. It's surprising, but it would be would it be shocking given what we've found about a variety of other things? Sugar, fat, eggs, butter, margarine, things that people, you know, the conventional wisdom was for decades in one direction, then all of a sudden it switched on a dime. Yep. LA American Heart Association and the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine have been critical of this study, of this survey. But anyway, it goes back and forth and back and forth. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. you got to imagine the money being thrown around by various people on that. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 that'd be a big deal. No, meat's fine. It's uh, you eat it, you don't eat it. It doesn't really make any difference. Yep. Hmm. All the cattle are pooping and it running into the groundwater and everything may not be great. And the flatulence. And the flatulence. Yeah, the flatulence. Uh, speaking of punishments, we were talking about that uh, lady cop who yeah. shot that guy. What should the punishment be for that Fruit Loops, 68-year-old guy from Missouri who flew to California? I think he, he was at his class reunion yeah, or something. he was going to the class reunion. And he drove around in his rental car throwing, he would set pieces of paper on fire and throw them into the brush. He set over a dozen fires, they yep. think, including some that burned over 100 acres and the rest of it. What should the penalty for that be? Well, he's obviously Since, completely crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, if he pleads insanity and it turns out he is, all right, well, there are the measures we can take for that. But given the number of people who burned to death in California over the last few years yeah. in wildfires, how is that not closing your eyes and spraying gunfire at a at a you know a crowded place? Does he have a? Did he say why he was doing that? Uh, no, I don't think he's made any sort of public no. uh, statements. What a nut job. Keep it his mush shut. It convicted on all the charges, which are 13 felony counts of arson of brushland, uh, as well as two charges relating to committing arson during a state of emergency. If he's convicted on all, all charges, he faces up to 22 years in prison. Well, he either needs to be in a mental hospital or prison for 22 years. Pleads out to unlawful, you know, use of a mattress. No freaking way. Put this guy away for good. Unlawful use of matches. They're inventing a new kind of crazy every day. Yeah, they are. I wish they'd stop. They're enough. Text line. I've been listening to you guys for 19 years. Thank you. And I would have bet that I'd never hear you say, I bet J-Lo gains weight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we're still so popular. We're reinventing the show. Every day. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, so young, particularly women, are upset. With politics, you say... Uh, no, particularly study. fellas. Particularly fellas, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, Liberals. And uh, other stuff on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong 
seven-year-old on the phone. He's about to start his second day of his infusion. I said, you sound like you're in a good mood. And he said, of course I am. I'm eating a chocolate chip cookie. I said, Mom, let you have a chocolate chip cookie. She's lost her mind. He said, you ate cookie dough all night last night. (laughs) Which is true. Who taught you how to do this? You did. I learned from watching you, Dad. Exactly. He he didn't learn from watching me. (laughs) So I had not considered this. I still feel like I could vomit. And this is many hours later. Um, I don't make cookies. So you just use a tiny little bit of dough to make each individual cookie. Mm -hmm. So each spoonful I ate was a cookie. Depending on the size of the spoonful, at least a cookie. I say estimating a cookie and a half would probably so be I probably fair. Yeah. I ate a dozen and a half chocolate chip cookies last night. Though. Yeah. Wow. And that's why I feel sick. Yeah. In your mind, are you thinking, well, this is just a little piece of a like of eating a, a like eating a bite of cookie? Yeah. That's what I in my mind I was doing, but I was eating. Oh God, no wonder I feel sick. I was laying in bed last night suffering. Mm. Like mm. I need to go to the hospital suffering. Wow. Yeah, it was it was rough. Do we have any of the clips of the many times Mr. Armstrong has thought he was going to die through the years, Michael? <laughs> Always enjoyable. I'm going to have my eye on uh, news of uh, from China today. The Hong Kong thing is one thing because they shot somebody with an actual bullet today, the Chinese government. But I want to see how the news covers the 70-year celebration they've got going on. Mm-hmm. Are they going to mention, do you think it's incumbent upon the news media to mention anything about what China is? Yes. It seems like it would be to me. But well, so- and given the fact that it's an anniversary, a brief review of those 70 years, I think, is not only appropriate, I think it's required. So far, all the, the coverage I've seen, for the most part, if they're doing short coverage of uh, China celebrating 70 years of the Communist Party rule today with flags and tanks, and, uh, and Xi will be there to give a speech. And no, by the way, they've got a million people in concentration camps, and they harvest organs, and right. they uh, <clears throat> they murder babies, and all the things that they do. I've heard some mentions of the uh, scary new missiles they're sporting, showing off that hadn't been seen previously. Um, but, you know, I'd kind of assume that we could obliterate each other anyway. I so. like this. This is a uh, tweet from Tom Cotton. Senator from Arkansas. Love Tom Cotton. The butchers of Beijing celebrate 70 years of communist tyranny by shooting a student marching for freedom in Hong Kong. What a sadly appropriate way to mark a dark, lamentable anniversary. Yeah, I don't expect the you know CBS Evening News to go that far, but come on, give us give people a little perspective as to what China is and the yeah. Communist Party in particular. Well, no, the news editorializes all the time. Why don't they editorialize against good that? Point. I'm with you 100. percent Good point. And well, here's a good here's a, here's an excellent point. I'm glad I just thought I'll of it. be the judge of that. If I, and I'll watch Nora Donald specifically tonight yes. because if she's willing on the CBS News to say. Racist tweets from President Trump today. Just go ahead and blanket statement, call them racist. N- racist, not tweet some people thought were racist or anything. Just racist statements from the president today. Right. Because CBS News now does that. But you're going to cover the Chinese anniversary and not mention what they are. That will be telling. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to specifically watch the 530 CBS News. I will look forward to your report on that. Speaking of reports, a fascinating study out from the University of Nebraska at Lincoln um, that shows that politics are becoming a source of severe stress, even to the point of suicidal thoughts for an increasing number of Americans, particularly 
young Americans, particularly young liberal Americans, and particularly young male liberal Americans. Now, I've gone to the original source, the study, and it's almost as if it's designed to be difficult to read um, or to process briefly, but I do have some of it. Uh, Overall, 38% of adults said that politics was stressing them out. That's in quotes. 20% 20% reported having lost sleep over politics. Wow. Sometimes when don't I have to stay that. up to watch those stupid debates, I lose don't, sleep don't, over politics, but that you, doesn't count. If you find yourself <clears throat> losing sleep over politics, do something different. To change the way you're doing something. Unless you're a politician. I hear cross-stitching is making a comeback. Oh, it's a wonderful art form. The effects were not spread out evenly among the American population. Kevin Smith, the author of the study, not the guy from Clerks. Noted that, quote, younger people and males are more likely than other people and females to suffer the negative costs, I'm sorry, older people and females, than to suffer the negative costs of politics. Study noted that those on the political right report fewer negative impacts than those on the political left. Democrats, self-identified liberals, and those who are socially and economically liberal, and people who disapprove of President Donald Trump are, across the board, more likely to report negative health impacts from politics. Wow. 20% of damaged friendships because of political disagreement. One in five report fatigue. Well, Well, I got that. Yeah, hello. Uh, It's a small proportion, but 4% of the people in the sample said they've had suicidal thoughts because of politics. That translates into 10 million adults in America. Suicidal thoughts because of politics. I gotta believe that's grandstanding drama queens. You live in one of the most comfortable countries and eras in human history, if right. not the. Right. And uh, there are people around the world. In Syria, you're worried about politics. In Hong Kong today, you're worried about politics. I get it. But in the United States, you know, there are and, things I don't like. There right. are things I do like. There are things that bother me a great deal, but I don't lay awake at night worrying about it. Thinking I don't think of about killing yourself. yourself. Yeah. I eat uncooked cookie dough. Just <laughs> you don't kill yourself quantity. that way, but oh, that's yeah. not intentional. Um, you know, and it's worth pointing out that if you are one of those stressed young, you're probably a, a vegan lads. <laughs> or, uh, kind of, I don't, why, why would I throw that in? Why, pure animus. Um, I would say it's virtually assured that either this cycle or the next cycle, there's a Democrat in the White House. Yeah, just because yeah. the way history works. I mean, right. it's practically 100% certain. Sure. I what if he goes of... for a third term, Joe? Yeah, because I hear he's the new Hitler. <laughs> I've heard it. He's Hitler. Final Yeah! Here's your host for Final Thoughts. His name, he's called Joe Gettys. Thank you very much, Jack. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the squad. There he is, producer Positive Sean. I think there's too much stigma on suicidal thoughts. Following through on them can be very tragic, but I'm in a bank line that doesn't move for five minutes. I think, what if I just end it now? Maybe maybe <laughs> that's a sign on me, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Michelangelo, final thought? Uh, yeah, at the beginning of the show, I took five large bags of Now and Later's candy and melted them down into a liquid and drank it. And now, <laughs> Jack, for some reason, I'm feeling kind of sick. <laughs> wow. That's just mockery. Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman. Final thought? Well, i got to tell you, after the red meat study we've heard so much about this morning, I'm going to go home and enjoy a nice juicy steak and not worry about it. Amen to that. I recommend a nice chewy Merlot. Oh, mm. yes. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? This texter says they listened to the entire show. So Jack yelled at an artist trying to help the homeless, touted the stock market to back up Trump, and bet wagered that J-Lo would get fat. 
That's Jack's performance today. Hmm. That's fairly accurate. Well yeah. summarized, my friend. Well, it's a stunning indictment. Can this be a regular feature? Text every day, sir. Yes, <laughs> yes, please. Highlights. My final thought is the clear king of raw cookie dough is the chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm. But in a close second, Judy's molasses cookies dough. The cookies themselves are stunning. The dough, endless delight. I have to have a long, hard, harsh talk with myself to get me to stop. They're like or angel, she yells at me. angel squeezins. They're so oh, good. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> exactly right. I think I may have done for cookie dough what I did for rum when I was 19. <laughs> I overdid it and never touched it again. You and learned I, your lesson. Here, smoke this entire pack of cigarettes. <laughs> so ultimately right. a good day. Yes, ultimately a good thing. A learning day. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour work day. So many people, thanks for a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of great clicks there for you. Plus, you can drop us an email if you want. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If you want to register opinions, something we ought to be talking about, send it along. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's good. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios. Mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? I just feel like I'm gonna die. I feel I've got. A, I feel like I've got a bowling ball in my stomach. I'm not kidding. Armstrong and Getty.